0: Welcome to the girl means business podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a former teacher turned entrepreneur here to help you navigate the messiness of mom life and biz life. Each week, my guest and I will share our experiences, insights, and tips to help you move your business from survival mode to success mode. So grab your favorite drink and let's dive in because this girl means business. Hey there, and welcome to episode 189 of the Girl Means Business podcast. Today, we are deviating just a little bit from our normal business marketing topic to talk about something that I feel like goes hand in hand with running a business, and that is being a mom. I know that there are kind of two schools of thought when it comes to whether or not, you know, mom life and work life are separated versus combined. And I know for me, it's all one big, messy, beautiful thing. And my children are a big part of why I started my business, but they're also a big part of how I grow my business. They are with me a lot of the time and they see what I'm doing. And I love that when I pick my kids up from school, one of the first things my oldest daughter asks me is, well, what did you do today? And she wants to know the details of my day, not just, oh, I spent the day working. Well, what, what did you do for your work today? And so I want them to be part of what I'm doing and what I'm building because I'm doing it for them and with them. And so here on the podcast, I don't want to neglect that side of our businesses and our lives, the mom side. So this week on the podcast, I thought we would kind of shift and talk a little bit about what it looks like to be a mom post COVID. And I know we're still kind of in COVID or I don't even know these days, but what does it look like to have built a business and growing a family and being a mom when our children have gone through so much in the last couple of years, just like we have. So I invited Rolanda Sumner to come on and talk to us. She is a U.S. Army veteran and the CEO and founder of Life After Service Transitional Coaching. She has multiple coaching certifications and credentials. But today we are talking about what it means to be a mom, to run a business, to Try to keep your household running smoothly and everything together and navigating life like post pandemic. I mean, we all had to deal with this new normal, and I use this phrase in the, the conversation of unprecedented times, but how has that impacted us as moms, and how has that impacted our children, and how we kind of go through life now? And so I wanted to have someone else on to kind of have this conversation and have these discussions, and I think you're really going to find it incredible. She's an amazing woman, and I can't wait for you to listen. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Rolanda Sumner. Hey there, welcome Rolanda Sumner to the Girl Means Business podcast. Thank you so much for being here. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to chat with you today. Thank you so much for doing this. So let's start by talking a little bit about your story. So tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and sort of the journey to get to where you are today. So I am an Army
1: uh, retiree. And um, I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I have like a zoo of pet fur babies. Um, <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> um, I'm soon, hopefully soon to be a, a graduate school student. Um, a whole bunch of things. I, to my core, I like to bring Um, luxury to the relaxation. So I like
0: nice things, but I'm not stuffy. (laughs) I love that. I love that. So tell us a little bit just kind of about what you do for work. So you have your own company. So tell us a little bit about what that looks like and how you started doing that. So Life After Service Transitional Coaching is a veteran owned and
1: operated um, coaching and consulting firm. And there are two sides of the house. On the private side, I help new women coaches start their coaching practices from scratch. And on the corporate or commercial side, I help organizations retain their veteran new hires. When I started, I started out as just a coach wanting to help women veterans start their own businesses because there is a horrible misconception that we want to just go to work. And the opposite is true. When we get out the military, we want our own thing. We want our own freedom. We want to make money on our own terms. So I wanted to be there for that audience. COVID came along and kind of changed things up. And it's kind of hard to um, market a paying service to veterans because we're so used to getting everything for free. So I pivoted a little bit and I really just focused on women coaches Um I built a program called Business Launch Prep School in 2019. I've been running it a few times a year since then. And basically what I do is I teach women coaches basic steps on getting their first paid client On getting started, most of the clients come. They have their legalities done, so they have their EIN. They're registered with their state, but they don't know what to do afterwards. So when I what I do is I get down in the nitty gritty. I'm like, okay, we got to look at your target audience. Then we got to talk about the program you're going to offer, how to build that, how to price that appropriately. We don't do any of these one or two hundred dollar services. No, no, no. Um, (laughs) And then how to sell it. Um, how to get it out there on the internet, basic things like that, just to get them started so they can get their first clients. Um, and those who decide to stay on longer, then we do a little bit more advanced work so they can learn more advanced skills, but the program is, is 10 weeks long. I'm about, I'm in the process of turning it into a membership plan so that they pay, uh, Anywhere between $57 and $197 a, num- a month for that information instead of just one big chunk, um, one big $6,500 chunk. Like I, yeah. you know, I, working it out. So it can be a little bit more affordable with the recession coming and it can still get the information. For the corporate side, I started off with a program and right at the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, called March Forward Acclimation Program that basically help employers and their new higher veterans build camaraderie, come together, give veterans what they need, and answer the needs of the supervisors so that the veteran can stay longer. COVID happened, so I was only able to do it one time. <laughs> 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 but I also helped an, um, organizations with termination um they're termination candidates and basically you know we've been in a workforce you got somebody who's about to get fired and the company wants to keep them so I'm their last resort if I show up and they hired me for that purpose is it's because you're about to go so then I come in we have a a conversation I'm like okay you already been counseled I only have to talk about it let's get to work and within four to six weeks um they're either way better than they were or because they didn't take responsibility they have to go um and i have a 90 percent success rate with that and um i speak for organizations i speak for organizations with uh pertaining to women veterans veterans in the workplace stuff like that um and i'm i'm gearing up to uh try to get on somebody's docket for Veterans Day, because usually veteran holidays are my time to to talk. And also, um, I'm stepping back into the consulting space um, in a stronger way. I had taken a little bit of a break because COVID was really tough, Um, but I'm stepping back in a lot stronger and more dedicated. So if you are a uh, billion-dollar organization or just under, I'm going to call
0: you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to call you up <laughs> waiting for my phone call. <laughs> That's amazing. What, a, I mean, it's, it's an incredible business you have. And I love that you, do, I love that you have kind of a variety of people that you serve and ways that mm-hmm. you serve them. Um, so I want to talk today a little bit about something more personal than mm-hmm. just your business. So we're going to talk mm-hmm. about what it means to be a mom yes. and a business owner yes. and especially, in these, I'll use the well-worn phrase, unprecedented times (laughs) that we've been through. (laughs) So I know for me, um, I have two younger kids. So they're 10 Mm -hmm. and six, they're, you know, school age. Now they're in school full-time right now, which Mm -hmm. is great. But, um, you know, during COVID and even up until last year, my youngest one was home with me all the time. It is hard. It It is really hard to build a business, especially when you are driven and motivated and excited and you want to do all the things and then you have this family that not Mm -hmm. you know I I hate to say that you have to take care of but they're but that's the truth you have to yeah because there's no choice after you have them (laughs) yeah they need
1: you so you have to take care of them stay with us we'll be right
0: back If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. Yeah. So I would love to know, you know, the listeners have heard a lot about, you know, kind of how I've manage this time in my, in my business and in my life. And I believe in seasons and you know, that you have to embrace the season that you're in, but I'm curious to know what your thoughts are or what was it like for you in your business? Mm-hmm. Cause I know you said you started kind of right before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. I know you talked about your daughter is homeschooled, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then trying to do all the things while also homeschooling and being a wife and being a mm-hmm. mom and everything mixed together. How was that for you? Um,
1: so I'm gonna I'm gonna take a step back. I'm gonna roll back a little bit. My first business was in 2015. Um, after I got uh, fired from my first civilian job after the military. So at that time, the hardest part was financial, like just getting the skincare business up. And it, we bootstrapped it because it's not easy getting business loans, and we didn't want to do that. So at that time, it wasn't so bad because Alicia went to school in the morning. And then we picked her up in the afternoon. So there was a, there was hours in between where I could do my work. And then I would make on the weekends and, and at night. Um, I closed that up in 2018. And I opened, like, I closed up one business, Butter Angels. And I opened Lasco, or Life After Service, like within a day of each other. Um, oh, wow. And again, at first it wasn't bad because I was still... I went back to work um, while I was doing the skincare business. So I was still at a regular nine to five and I was doing coaching school and coaching on the side. And it wasn't that bad. Um, I had regular income coming in from both my VA benefit and from my regular full-time job. So financing wasn't a problem. Um, It was just a regular parent issues of like making sure you drop your kid off on time so you can be on time for work and then making sure you leave on time for work so you can make it to pick up your kid again. Um so it was it was those issues. And then 2019 I quit my job. Like I gave them 30 days notice and I was like bye 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 bye. And that's about when um around in the 2018 my daughter started to have health issues that At that time, if you're a parent who's a caregiver to a sick child or parent, you don't, when they first get sick, you really don't, it's not that you don't take it seriously, but you cannot imagine not being able to leave them alone. You're like, oh, we'll just take you to the doctor. We'll just do this. But they started getting worse. And by the time I quit, it was at a point where I needed to be home with her a lot more often, and I think that was the fall that she started to do Homebound. Homebound is a program where you homeschool your kids through the high school. And it was her, okay. sequ- her freshman year of high school, um, and we we had to do it that way because her medical issues were such where she couldn't go to school. And it was interesting because I didn't know what I didn't know. It was a lot it was it was just a lot of work was <laughs> a lot going on <laughs> like i can't even, I, I it's hard to even explain it was just a lot um it was she's a beast on online school so i didn't have to worry about teaching her anything thank god for her <laughs> 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 poor baby dodged the bullet um yeah <laughs> but she had great support from her high school Um, But it was just a medical thing. It was like going to doctor's appointments, like every couple of days, and then she would be sick. So she wouldn't be able to do school. And she would need more of my attention. And I was kind of like, wait a minute, how am I going to build my business? And I was on a subcontract at that time. So I had to do a certain amount of hours for the subcontract. And it was really tough it was really tough. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm working on this subcontract and I'm trying to take care of her and I needed more freedom. And it was just a lot. Um, Fast forward about a year, she started having surgeries for her medical issues. And after her third or fourth surgery, she started having seizures. So that Mm -hmm. was like more medical stuff compounded on other medical stuff. And Mm -hmm. then COVID hit. And it was more scary because she has a compromised immune system. Like it just wasn't getting better or stronger. She would, if I ca- caught a cold, she caught a flu. Um, And then the business was slowing down because how do you pivot in the middle of a, all stop? Like the world stopped somewhere in March and people stopped talking to each other. Yeah. So the companies I was working with to build relationships just stopped talking. And then, um, you know, the the private clients I had drew back because they're like, oh, my goodness, you know, it's COVID. I don't know if I'm going to get paid tomorrow. So it was just trying to find like side hustles to that would allow me to take Alicia with me. (laughs) <laughs> and compensate for what I wasn't making in my business. Yeah. It was hard. I had gotten COVID from that because one of the side hustles was lift. And so mm-hmm. what do you tell somebody who's sick and they need to get to the hospital and they're wearing a mask, they're doing everything they can, but you're like, nobody's gonna pick you up. And I didn't know if yeah. these people had COVID or not. One person I pretty I think was the per- the carrier for it, but I couldn't tell her no because nobody's going to pick you up. Yeah. You know, and if you don't have any money, you don't have money for an emergency room visit, like a um, ambulance. So I was like, let me just take her to the thing. I cleaned my car. Like I always do after every client, I mean, every writer and I prayed. And then I got sick. I was like, mm. so I had to change, like figure out another side hustle. Um, and thank God Alicia wasn't in the car that day. So it was just straight chaos Mm -hmm. straight chaos my husband is an exterminator so thank god he was considered essential but then it was the worry of him being out in the world taking care of business and hoping he didn't get sick because he's a smoker you know so um it, it was just it was pins and needles and you don't realize how used to stress you get until after the stress reduces and you're like I don't know what to do with myself. (laughs) I'm not
0: worried. You you realize you're living on this high up here, this like level that you didn't realize you were living at. And then all of a sudden you drop down. You're like, Oh wait,
1: that's not where I'm supposed
0: to be. I'm supposed to be down here. Like this is crazy. Yeah. So it
1: was really complicated. And then the social, you don't realize how much socialization your children need until they don't get it. Yeah. So it wasn't only, it wasn't the fact that my daughter was trying to get used to doing school online because she had already started that before um COVID. So she was really acclimated by the time they they stopped kids from going to school. The hard part was she wasn't getting any socialization because everybody was quarantined. Yeah. And at least before COVID there was an option for her to see her friends from time to time, you know. Um, but COVID, there was no option. So for like a year and a half, like nobody saw anything. Like you would talk to your friends on the phone, but it wasn't the same. And she was going crazy. And then I was going bananas and, you know, (laughs) and now she's a senior, but those years in between were kind of tough, you know, we were getting on each other's nerves. We happened to be very much alike. So it's like me dealing with little me, and I was like, "I'll kill you!" I cannot believe who is this person in my house? And my mom is like, "That's you, Rolanda. That's all you." I was like, "No," (laughs) and she's like, "My mom is crazy." It was just tough, and I was frustrated. There's times I was I wanted to give up because I'm like, I'm supposed to be making X, Y, and Z a month. I'm supposed to be making this huge impact, but how do I make this impact when people? aren't ready to give up more money for their like that is the time when you're in a recession when you're in something crazy like that that is the time for self-development but you don't see that when you're like oh my god I'm about to go through an economic crisis
0: yeah so it was yeah, just it's a, a, a really lo- I mean, tough time yeah and I think that you know you're definitely not alone I mean I think we've all struggled in different ways and with different aspects of it. And, you know, I feel very fortunate that, you know, my husband's job also was considered, um, you know, necessary. And so it was, he didn't, you know, he kept working the whole time, but he kept going. I mean, he was home part of the time, but he kept going into the office too. And so a lot of times it was me at home every day with these two kids trying to do school, trying to keep them entertained, trying to keep them busy, me trying to work without, and, and you add in this layer of which I've talked about on the podcast before of mom guilt of this idea that like, okay, if I'm in the office all day doing what I need to do to make money, or if I'm building, you know, going out and doing these side hustles, if I'm doing all the things to make money and my kids are sitting in the other room on a tablet or watching TV all day, or they're Mm -hmm. coming and asking me questions and I'm getting frustrated, then I feel guilty too. On the flip side of that coin, if I spend all day with my kids, I feel guilty that I didn't move my business forward that day. So it's this constant struggle to feel like that you are doing the right thing because it always kind of feels like you're missing something. Mm -hmm. So I know you mentioned, you know, that you have your husband. So what Mm -hmm. kind of because and we talked about this a little bit before we were recorded. But I want to go into this a little bit, too, because I think that it's so important to recognize that you have to have help. Yeah. And for a lot of us, that looks like a spouse. Most mm-hmm. of the time, it's a spouse or a family member. I know you mm-hmm. mentioned your mom. My mom's a huge help in our family, too. Mm-hmm. My mother in is around. She helps out as well. So we have a good support system. But mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about just how important that support system is, mm-hmm. because We talk a lot about like as women doing all of it ourselves and Mm -hmm. the things that we need to do to move our business. But we we have to have that support around us as well or we're only going to get so far in our life and our business. So what does that look like for you?
1: So our family lives about an hour and a half to two hours away. Like the closest family member lives an hour and a half and then there's the next family member who lives two hours away. So for us, we were, we're on an island by ourselves. It's just me and my husband, my mom would come and help us. So I would go drive up and get her and bring her and bring her back. And she would be a lot of help, honestly. Um, when it was time for me and my husband to have a break or, um, when I just, when I needed a break, she was helpful, but it's hard to have family members who were so far removed. Um, Alicia's father and stepmom, they still serve. So she, honestly, like they were as much help as they could be because, you know, it's COVID and her father has little ones. So trying to not get them sick from of each other, like physically sick. So yeah. we just didn't have a great deal of support readily it was a lot of planning so whenever we needed space we had to plan it out um it you know there was a lot of planning and making sure coordinating it wasn't like hey i'm going to drop you off over your grandmother's house no because that's two hours one way it's not happening you know um so it's a lot of times it's me and my husband like we help each other we support each other um and then alicia had some friends who we end up being close. So, you know, I liked their parents. I mean, I liked her friends' parents. They liked me. So it was like, Hey, you know, especially before the seizures, Hey, you know, can Alicia go over and play for a couple of hours or what have you. But during COVID we didn't really have any of that because it was COVID. Both of our parents are seniors. So naturally we had to quarantine from them because they were much more susceptible um, Alicia's siblings were little so we had to quarantine from her dad for a while because um, they're little and it, it, kids are like just germ factories even though she was a teenager like kids are just like snot just walking around snot people like little petri guesses oh yeah and <laughs> so it was just us for a long time um after COVID lifted she was able to do some visits, but because she was having seizures, it was just few and far between. Um, and between her homeschooling and COVID, there was a lot of separation anxiety. So it we're almost like an island on ourselves. And from time to time, we get a boat that comes in and helps out. But for the most part, it's, it's us on our own little island. So it could be tough. Yeah, it's much easier when you have people who live close by, when you have relationships that um, can transcend illnesses. Yeah, when COVID's not there, (laughs) it's a lot easier. So
0: with y'all being, I mean, because I think there's a lot of. I know, like my best friend moved away. Mm -hmm. Um, She moved out of the state, and they kind of are the same way. They're they're their own little. They don't have any family nearby. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that have moved into the area I live in that, mm-hmm. you know, are uh, moving away for fa- from family because of a job offer or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. So I I think that's a comp- I mean, I don't know, I would say it's probably 50-50, but I would say there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who probably feel the same way you do. That's yeah. like, we are on our own. Like, it's just our little family mm-hmm. pod that we are figuring this out. And mm-hmm. so what is that? I'm curious, like for other people that are listening and thinking mm-hmm. like, yeah, this feels a lot like what she's talking about feels a lot like my family life. It's me, my Mm -hmm. kids, my spouse, or it's just me and my kids or it's whatever the family dynamic looks like. Mm -hmm. So how have, or I guess what tips would you give for women who are like, I don't have that outside support. Mm -hmm. I don't have a community of people I can go to. I don't Mm -hmm. have family members I can go to. Mm -hmm. What have y'all done that, You know, maybe other people could look at it and go, oh, yeah, we should do that, too. Or That might help me kind of feel a little less like we're struggling in this.
1: Um, So one thing is prioritize what has to get done. What has to get done.
0: Um... Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, photographers, are you ready to make 2024 your best year yet? Growing a business is tough. You're following all the successful photographers and experts, soaking up their best advice and downloading all their free guides, trying to replicate their success only to come up lacking, blaming yourself when their methods don't work for you. But the truth is, it isn't you. Free content and one-size-fits-all courses can only get you so far. What you need is personalized help and guidance, but that can get expensive. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. I've created the perfect solution to get you personalized results for less than $2 a day. Introducing the Focus Photographer Lab, a -a one-of-a-kind coaching membership that gets you one-on-one results for a fraction of the cost of traditional coaching. Inside the lab, you'll find the three C's to success, classes, coaching, and community. With classes, you gain access to a treasure trove of pre-recorded trainings and invaluable resources. With coaching, you get monthly live trainings and Q&A sessions, along with my favorite part, the weekly one-on-one office hours, where we get to address your unique questions and challenges. And then there's the community, where you get to connect with an amazing group of talented female photographers who share your passion supporting each other and inspiring each other to greatness. The best part is it doesn't come with an expensive one-on-one coaching price tag. You get all of that for just $47 a month. You can even try it for free for 14 days to make sure it's a good fit for you. And there is no contract and no obligation you can cancel at any time. So what are you waiting for? Head down to the show notes and click the link to learn more and get signed up today. And let's make 2024 our best year yet.
1: Can the laundry go a couple of days? You know, Um, we know everybody needs to eat. Everybody needs to take a shower. (laughs) <laughs> you know, so what needs <laughs> to get done and do those things first? Um, on top of that, it, we work as a team. So though my husband's out of the house a lot. You know, he when he comes home from time to time, he'll help with the dishes. On the weekend, he'll cook on Saturday or Sunday to give me a break. Um, my daughter is old enough. So when she isn't super ill she helps. She has her own chores. Listen, if you're a caregiver to a child, don't not give them chores. Give them something because you don't want them to feel like they're so um, incapacitated to can't function. Like they still need to learn those skills. So give them something. My daughter, she loved, she loves folding clothes. Okay, here are all the clothes. Like Three people, we rack up a lot of dirty clothes. I don't know what it is, so we're always doing laundry. <laughs> it's like the load that never ends. Um, yep, so you got to prioritize, you got to communicate, and you have to be okay <laughs> with taking a day to do nothing like, absolutely nothing, nothing because you're gonna hit burnout and you're gonna hit it several times. So, if that means calling a family member in so they can watch your kids so you and your spouse can go on a couple of days that's great for the marriage you need to feed that if you're a single parent listen i've been on that road for a little while before i got married to my husband and um you have to lean heavily on your family and if you don't have family you need to make a family you need to um mm. but you need to give yourself enough space to be Tired to be angry, to be happy, give yourself space to have emotions. Give yourself space to oh be my hot gosh, yeah. mess. But like, I hate the whole mentality that women need to be perfect mothers. Men can be as fallible as possible, and nobody says anything. They're expected not to remember birthdays, forget their kids on the roof of a car, or something like that. Like. And I'm just being (laughs) facetious, but they're expected to mess it up. And women are expected to get a perfect, and it's not realistic. So be okay for being an imperfect parent. If you cuss in front of your kids once in a while, it ain't going to kill them. Just tell them, no, you can't say that. I'm trying to raise you to be a better parent. If they end up eating some junk food for dinner because you were like, listen, I'm exhausted. Like, I'm about to sleep on this kitchen floor. Go in there and get your Do what you have to do. Like, it's not the end of the world. We know the fine line between neglect and taking care of our kids, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I think space. that's so important that I wrote down what you said, like, be mm-hmm. okay being an imperfect parent. And I think that that applies for your business as well. Like, it's okay mm-hmm. to not be perfect in your business and it's okay to not be perfect in your and being a mom or not to be mm-hmm. perfect in being a friend or a wife or a daughter or any of the things. I think we mm-hmm. put so much pressure on ourselves to be good at everything at mm-hmm. all the time. And like what you said, sometimes it just takes like two people on a podcast telling you right now in your earbuds, like you have permission yes. to not be perfect. You have permission to take a break you have permission to fall apart sometimes. You know, I say this a lot. I do a lot of, um, you know, education around like social media and mm-hmm. marketing in your business. And I think it's one thing we forget to talk about is, yes, it's important to do all these things. It's important, like you said, to have the dinners and the showers and the laundry and a clean house mm-hmm. and all the things. It's also important in your business to to do the marketing and to do the networking, but... If you pause, if you just hit pause for one day, it's Mm -hmm. not going to all crumble and fall apart. As much as we like to think that like, oh my gosh, if we're not here, it's going to all, you know, it's all going to collapse. Like it's going to be okay. You Mm -hmm. have to take care of yourself and you have to take Mm -hmm. care of you mentally, physically, emotionally, all the things in order for everything else to be sustainable.
1: Then on top of that, listen, moms, Mental health care is serious, right? So people like to think of it as like only crazy people get it. But guess what? Your mental health, your brain is like your knee. If you bust up your knee, you're going to go to the doctor, get something for it. That's the same thing for your brain. If you have a chemical imbalance, if you feel depressed, if you feel anxious and it's not controllable through any other healthy means. Matter of fact, if you have those things, period, regardless if it's controllable by any Other means, don't wait. Go get some help. It's okay to get a counselor to vent and talk to you because sometimes your friends are not capable of, your friends or family or pastor are not capable of handling what you have to say. So it's okay to get somebody who's removed from the situation who can have an objective view. It's okay to take medication if that's what your brain, your body needs. Do what you have to do to stay sane and healthy and present. Right? I agree. Women tend to have depression, you know, because of our hormones and all the things we go through and the babies and all that stuff. Take care of yourself. There's a lot that we have to do. You know, we can work full-time jobs and then we still got to come home and cook and clean and take care of the kids a man works a full-time job and he helps out in the house he contributes to the house but we are responsible for making that house clean and smelly good and people eating right like the first person they blame when your kids are not eating right is oh my god look at that mom her kids are eating Mm -hmm. cheetos first of all don't be looking at my kids cheetos back that was the only way i can get them to shut up You want a Cheetos bag? I bring extra. You know, like, (laughs) mind your business. (laughs) Oh, I love it. You know, I have stories of being around other moms who were like, oh, my God, it's a birthday party and there's cake. Yeah. It's a birthday party, <laughs> oh my gosh, there's some semi junk food fruits over there that I covered with jello, and they love it. There's some spaghetti like shush and go home. Mm-hmm. I got this right your kids is not your kids aren't gonna die,
0: yeah, um, simmer so, down, Susan. It's gonna be fine, right
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um it's just you know giving yourself space The best tip I can give you is set out your priorities and how much time it takes to fit those priorities. We know that husband and the kids in reverse order are priority. Your kids are first, your marriage is second or however you want to put it. Those two, they're the top two things that need to be taken care of. How much time does it take to satiate that need? And then, you know, you got to clean the house. You know, if you don't, if you can't afford someone to get your groceries, if you can't afford a housekeeper, if you can't afford to get help, then that's something you have to do. Then your business can be done. And I know for us who stay home to do our business, the idea of not working 44,000 hours a week is like, oh my God, I've only worked 40 this week. I am slacking. Wait a minute. There's people who build great, strong, very lucrative businesses part-time while they work. You just yeah. have to be very methodical about your time. What are your goals? What are you going to focus on? What is the one goal I'm going to accomplish this month? What are the things I have to do this week to make it to, through this month? And that's what I'm going to focus on. You know, don't mm-hmm. get upset because you're like, oh, my God, I don't have enough time for content development and this, that and the other. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Call somebody and say, well, hey, I can't do marketing. Cause I'm selling. Can you help me with marketing? You know, yeah. like allow yourself to be innovative and creative to get it done. But your kids aren't going yeah. anywhere. And your, those times go by so fast. You only get 18 summers before they start to blow you off.
0: <laughs>
1: then they're like, <laughs> if, I don't want to spend you. Time if you're with that you. fortunate. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then they're like, yeah. I don't want to spend time with you. I'm going to go with my friend. You're like, okay. Like I'm rolling up on my 18th summer and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I wasted uh, so much time. You don't get that much time. Yeah. I know they they be running around like
0: screaming and hollering, but that's the that's the last time you have with them. Yeah. And it's hard to it's hard to see that sometimes when you're in it, because again, you feel so torn. You're like but I want to do this thing too, like mm-hmm. I, because I know for me, like I love what I do. Obviously, I wouldn't have started this business. I wouldn't be doing this business if I didn't really love it. Mm-hmm. And so there are days or there's moments where I'm sitting on the couch, like watching another movie for the millionth time because it's my kid's favorite movie at the moment, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, we're on, you know, round ten of of right? this movie. <laughs> um, I could be I could be doing so many other things right now, and it's hard to like talk myself out of Mm -hmm. that a little bit and go, I know that what I want to do right now is go work on this project that I'm working on or go, Mm -hmm. you know, check my emails or go do this or go do that, my to-do list for my business. But I also try to remind myself that it's all about the season that you're in. And right now the season that I'm in is that my kids are young and they still want to spend time with me. And they still, Mm -hmm. you know, they pick me over their friends for at least for now for a while. And so- Mm -hmm. I don't want to miss out on that because I was so busy doing this other thing. There are ways to do both and to not feel like you are neglecting one or the Mm -hmm. other. But like you said, it comes down to your time management. It comes down to like recognizing that this is the season you're in. It comes down Mm -hmm. to like you said, asking for help from your spouse or your family, your friends or whoever. But yeah, I, it's, it's possible And this is us telling you it's possible, it's plausible, you just have to make the right choices and the right time management systems Mm -hmm. in your business and your life to make it all happen at one time.
1: I am remiss if I don't say, if I don't tell you that it's not going to be perfect and it's not going to be easy because it's not, it's not going to be perfect, it's not going to be easy. It's going to take all the motivation you can muster. You know, it's going to take a financial investment because at certain point, and this is what I'm realizing now, that you will hold yourself up if you don't get help. Right. So if you're in the beginning of your business and you you know, you got to do content, you got to do sales, you got to do books, you got to do all these things when you're doing sales. Because the more time you put in sales, the more money you make, use that money to pay for someone to help you with marketing or a virtual assistant, to pay for a bookkeeper to help help you with your books, to pay for the outsource some of the things that you would have to do on your own. You may not pay yourself immediately or you may not pay yourself a lot immediately, but at least you can focus on getting your business out there in the time that you have. You know, you don't need to have 25 clients when you first start. If you price appropriately, you don't need to have a billion clients. So if you're like, oh, I need 15 clients at $100 an hour, like, um, no. Do you have time for 15 clients? No. If you have kids, if you don't have, if you're pregnant with your first child and you're by yourself or you're married, you don't have time for 50 million parents. I mean, if you're trying to have a baby, you don't have no babies in sight. You're trying to have a baby. You don't have time because now you're messing with your energy and your stress level. And if you don't take care of your body, the baby ain't coming. So let's think about that. Yeah. You got to spend time with your husband because guess what? We did not get into business so we can get a divorce we took True. vows so we can make it through. So sometimes we need to take a nap and some 5 hour energy so we can get it popping that night. Let's see. so we could take <laughs> care of business. <laughs> you know like you got to do what you need to do. So if you have to outsource a whole bunch of things from the money that you make and you're like, "Well, I'm not getting any money back. It's go- it's temporary." That money is yeah. going to keep coming in because you were focusing on what matters, sales. And then somebody else is going to take care of the other little things you can't take care of. Yeah. Hire somebody to come bring your groceries. It's ridiculously affordable.
0: I just Go had mine the... delivered this morning. It was great. Wow. <laughs> okay. Go get, that's two
1: hours of my, my week. I don't have to spend getting groceries. I can work on having a podcast or, you know, doing some sales, anything that's going to build my business. Hire the kid across mm-hmm. the street to mow your lawn. There's some yep. kid in the neighborhood who can do it unless you're you you and your spouse are like, no, we're not going to do it this year. But for years, we had somebody come do our lawn for like a hundred dollars a month. It's an expense. But guess what? That means that the time that your your husband's not mowing the lawn, because I don't do my lawn at all, ever. <laughs> Once I got married the, on my marriage certificate. You
0: know, in my vows, <laughs> you I will do these chores around right? the house
1: <laughs> I don't take care of nothing outside but if you're single you're a single parent you really need somebody to help you with the lawn because that time yeah. you're sitting out there sweating and dying you could have spent with your family you could have spent so you got to make a decision as to what expenses can be a part of your regular budget so that you can make
0: get your time back.
1: It's either you're gonna spend the time or you're gonna spend the money.
0: I like that. You're either going to spend the time or you're gonna spend, mm, like yeah. spend, spend the money. That's so well, yeah, what's more important? The time yeah. or the money? That's the decision everybody has to make. Well Rolanda, thank you so much. This has been such a great conversation. I love talking mom life and all the things. So I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story and your thank mission you. with us. Tell people how they can get a hold of you, follow you, learn more about what you do. The
1: best way to contact me is through LinkedIn, Um, Rolanda, R-O-L-A-N-D-E, S Sumner, S-U-M-N-E-R. The easiest way to look for it is on the podcast description. Look me up on LinkedIn. That's, That's basically anything you want to know about me. I have websites. I'm still working on them and blah, blah, blah. Just look me up on LinkedIn.
0: (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. And I will definitely have that link down in the show notes for everybody. So thank you again so much for coming. I appreciate you being here and we will chat again soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. And as always, you can find any links or resources mentioned in today's show down in the show notes. And if we're not friends outside of the podcast yet, then what are you waiting for? Come find me on Instagram at Girl Means Business. And send me a DM letting me know what you thought of today's episode or any of the past episodes you've listened to. You can also take a screenshot of today's episode and post it to your stories tagging at Girl Means Business, and I'll give you a shout out on my page. I love connecting with you and hearing all about your business and can't wait to get to know you more. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I will meet you back here next week, same time, same place.